Hello, welcome back to Small Filmmakers Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got a pretty interesting conversation that we're having today. Uh, our last live show for this season of Late Night Boomin' is being filmed this week on December 15th. So I wanted to have a little sit-down convo with the hosts of Late Night Boomin', Jack Jack Dresch and Zach Unruh. That's not their names. I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, we're going to be sitting down with them, talking about all kinds of fun stuff, talking about uh, time that we've spent with uh, Mr. Dave Hawley, who plays Mr. Potter with Late Night Boomin, who is also a radio personality himself, and then also talking about some of Zach's previous ventures, some stuff we got going on, some of our personal interests, just, just a general old good time. General good time. All right, I'll let him get into it. And now, our feature presentation, Small Filmmakers Talk. It's weird, it's like... very timely. <laughs> the, the, the TED Talk people, like those that channel, puts up like 12 videos a day, and it's like, every like one and every like three or four hundred catches fire and gets like five hundred thousand views i'm like yeah. i got like a thousand which i'm grateful for it's but it's probably all sioux falls people and yeah. that's it yeah. and so i'm just like how do you catch on like how do you yeah. like that's it's, it's probably to do with like shares and stuff yeah you know it has to be because like i feel like are we is this banter yeah we're bantering okay because i feel like we that's one thing that I was talking to Mitchell about because he said yeah. that when he posted like every day on the hour every hour that he saw like a huge increase in views or whatever but I always feel like how can people keep up yeah you know and he said he felt that same way but he said he saw a major increase when that happened oh you know I don't, so I feel like if we were like posting videos like all the time yeah like if yeah, you're on your well, review and that's channel, probably the yeah. thing with the the TEDx channel is the fact that they're posting every yeah. day is yeah they get lucky and I mean they're having other people make their content for yeah. them right yeah so they aren't really putting in a ton of work other than hiring editors and people to people upload it. this stuff and upload it yeah but TikTok is kind of one of those things like you it could be like the most uninteresting video content but if you post consistently it will get views yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like it's so stupid. And then you're almost like if you post five TikToks a day, you're almost guaranteed to get at least a viral hit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. At, at once. I yeah. mean, and then regularly, if you're still posting, then you'll get you know a couple every month. And then, yeah. But this is something that we've kind of talked about even on here before. Is that I like I just don't know the direction that everything's going. Like. Yeah. Media wise, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Like, because there's so much content. Then there's so many different like platforms and so many different types of content. Like TikTok is so short form and it's so about like immediacy and like catching your attention like right now versus yeah. YouTube is the longer form internet yeah. content. And then Netflix is like the even longer form mm -hmm. like movies and stuff. Like that's become the home and then other I, streaming that's services a good point and stuff. Because I feel like the attention span and I, I know like old people always say this, but the attention span has gotten so short. Like it's hard, like even our show it's hard to hold attention for longer than 10 seconds, you yeah, know, like yeah, gen yeah. it genuinely is because people are so used to just, if they don't like it, next thing, next thing, you know, yeah. and they're met with a whole completely new different thing. Yeah. I don't know what direction do you guys think it's headed in. I don't know. Well, for me, I tend to realize like I get paid to do comedy. So it's like, I aim for writing stuff that translates well live. 
Yeah. Um, when I want to start writing jokes and stuff for TikTok, but there is money in TikTok, but it's mm-hmm. not as much. No, and if you want to get the money in TikTok, it takes again all that effort and yeah. it all has to be brand new original content because everybody's on TikTok now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. every you know, it's not it's only gotten harder. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure Zeds you'd like the live aspect, there's something special about like having an audience right in front of you. No. And then in real time hearing those laughs. Right. Because see, you and I are so used to like making things, sending them out, and then just seeing, ju- judging reactions based on yeah. comments and views and things yeah. like that. Yeah. The best I get to a live reaction to like the content that we make is if, uh, most often for us, it's us sitting in the same room as someone watching something yeah. or when we've been lucky and we're essentially still doing that, but it's in like a theater and we're watching Slick Trigger. I'm just going to get it out of the way <laughs> because like, I know it's going it to come up. There it is. had to come up. But like that, I mean, and that's essentially what you're doing too, except replace the screen and all of our previous work with work that you are doing that very second yeah. right in real time in real time yeah, yeah. and I, I know i know a guy that is well aware of slick trigger that, no way uh, <laughs> i don't think has a connection to you two what? his name is seth benson do you guys know seth benson uh-uh. no he's a guy that really loves deep references like the references that people like no one even the most deep heavy reference person be like wow that's even reaching farther than I could imagine <laughs> and so like when he found out I was doing this show with you guys he goes are those the slick trigger guys I'm no like, way how do you know that no <laughs> way that's crazy I think slick trigger still has a fan base would you believe it so yeah. uh, obviously I'm the assistant scout master for the troop that uh, I eagled with and mm-hmm. there's like uh, one of the scouts like came up with came up to me he's been like bugging me every meeting he's always asking about late night boom and the projects I working on and and he goes so i rewatched slick trigger and i go you what no. you rewatched <laughs> yeah, it what is that? how many what? times have you yeah, watched it that's like uh i got my arm amputated and i loved it so much so i went and got the other one done you know? <laughs> that's what that's like that's definitely what it feels like yeah it's like why would you put why would you put yourself through that yeah. torture <laughs> to me that's kind of like is that that zach trash is that that guy that ate shit at rookies in 2014 like what at happened? an open yeah. mic? What happened? <laughs> no, like, what well, if someone's randomly like, no, yeah. like oh, it's like, that- oh, you're digging up the deepest, darkest shit about me. I see how it is. And you rewatched it? <laughs> I saw this guy eat shit in 2014 at a restaurant. Like, what? I can't stop thinking about it. It replays in my mind. It replays in your mind? I love what's it. Dis- what's wrong with you? I you're gross. That's disgusting. Yeah. From the rolling prairies of South Dakota, all the way to the hills of Hollywood. Hosted by Cole James Anderson. Where getting big implies you were once not. Marker, episode six. Uh, here we go. This is Small Filmmakers Talk. Welcome! Back to the Small Filmmakers Talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a pretty important LNB show coming up, so... 
to do some proper media tour work. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a, you should watch the show to get that one. Yeah. Uh, we have Seth the, Benson would like that. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> we have Seth, the two. His mind is blown now if he's listening to this. <laughs> yeah, Just like, exploded. Yeah. Guts yeah. everywhere. Painted the walls. Yeah. Uh, we have the two hosts of Late Night Boomin with us today, Jack Unruh and Zach Dresch. How are you guys doing? Woot. Good, Siege. Great. Good to see you. How are you, Siege? Doing fantastic. Fantastic. So, okay, I wanted to start off because this, this is a brand new experience for me recently. This is not a new experience for either of you, I'm, I'm sure, but I was recently on the Dave Holly Hour. Mr. Holly. Yes. And uh, it, was, it was fun. And you are actually... A regular voice on it, like every every week, every episode? Yeah, we recorded, I recorded uh, one day, just some of the shout outs for the sponsors of his podcast, and uh, it just plays every episode. So. Oh, like you haven't ever, does, has a sponsor ever like dropped out? Have you ever needed to like re-record? Uh, we have like two or three times, because okay, okay. either the business like moved or shut down or sure, sometimes sure. It, ha- it happens but yeah. i mean yeah. we won't get into the drama of it you know we're no. not tell here us to the deepest us. darkest secrets yeah. <laughs> well what goes on at the dave holly hour <laughs> yeah. you know what is he hiding <laughs> well well one of them shout out um a restaurant that is no longer here but i really liked was books and brews uh in sioux falls books it was fantastic brews. he was I a know. it was a book or a, you, they sold books and they made fantastic pizza oh and, uh, that sounds like a vibe that's a, a good shame. combo it's a good the combo the pandemic kind of Oh, it was it, it so, downtown? Yeah, it was where um, uh, where right by Remedy on that, like by those train tracks. Oh, yep, so yep. It's oh. where huh. uh, Fernson on Eighth used to be, and now it's just a open space for like weddings and events and stuff now. So, hmm. so, so I mean, can yeah. I ask you a question, Zeeds? Yeah. How did you meet Dave Holly? How did you enter his whole world? Because yeah. that's kind of how we got. You yeah, know, connected yeah. With I kind of wanted. Yeah, I kind of wanted to know too because you. Were you the first person that connected us to Holly? Probably. Mr. Holly? Possibly. Because when we we thought about Potter, like Holly was, or Santa was the first thing. Right. Santa was the first first episode. That's that's when we've met him first, right? Yeah. Was at the first show when he played Santa. Because we were looking for like ideas for ways to be punished uh, as far as people coming on to insult. And we're like, you know what? Like the most wholesome person insulting you is like the biggest slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like we thought, yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. Um, how I met Dave was about six, seven years ago. At We had a club that was in Sioux Falls, a comedy club for about a year, not even, called Wackos um, over on East 10th Street. I hear about this Wackos a lot. I yeah. hear about Wackos. Yeah, and there was a show one night um, where I we had been doing open mics for about a month, and uh, there was a show going on that evening uh, where it was... Um, Dave's improv troupe at the time was performing. He was in an improv troupe? Yeah. Um, well, he's still, the company's called Vaudies. He does um, comedy shows, improv shows, kind of a mixture, like a, just an entertainment kind of thing. Um, they were called Vaudies. Um, it eventually became Basement Dwellers for a little bit. I think they're still kind of active, but they're kind of on a hiatus right now. But um, Dave's not a part of it anymore. But at the time, he was one of the leaders of the troupe, and he was introducing all the games, doing that kind of stuff, kind of like what we do with Improv Falls. And uh, they wanted someone to uh, do comedy before the improv show, which is what we do now with Improv Falls, because I feel like doing comedy kind of gets the is the icebreaker that loosens, you need. Loosens them up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so um, they asked me to MC it. And 
that's where I met Dave that that night, and I met a whole slew of people like Seth Benson and a bunch of those yeah. people. No that <laughs> night was huge. World. That was a huge night where a lot of people I've ended up working with on, in many different capacities. Uh, Jenny Mack, shout out to her. Um, trying to think of other people like uh, Sam Lenz, I think. Dan really? Bublitz, so bunch that, of other people. Yeah. So that day, that was like it was a it wasn't. I mean, obviously, there's always like a gradual meeting of people, but that right. was like a one day where it was like this is where a whole bunch of people were met. And that. see, I kind of feel the same way about your uh, birthday thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. your uh, birthday. Oh, because is that when you like met? Yeah, because like, he had like, crew? Uh, like everyone. Like yeah. he had he mm-hmm. assembled this. Like it was like the Justice League. It was like Avengers <laughs> assembling. And super, like, yeah, and like I mean, John Small was there. Yep. Da- yep. Sorry, I met Dave Holly in person. I mean, obviously it's true, but like things like that. Nate Holtz, all those guys. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 That's okay. really cool. That's cool. Basically, yeah. yeah. And that was like a month. I was two years doing comedy and uh, I was a little green still, but I was still getting used to doing paid shows and that kind of thing. And then a month later, I got the flu bug gig. And or um, so we were doing the flu bug campaign stuff. So I was starting to get noticed a little bit more. I was just continually working and working and doing comedy shows whenever I could. Um, and I'd go to everyone's shows and just network and just do everything that I possibly could because I was like 22, 23. It's like my the world's my oyster. I have all the time in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So I just did that for a lot for a year and a year and a half. And then I the flu bug really took off with being on billboards and everything. And then people when I was doing shows, people were like starting to recognize me out in public. And uh-huh. I was kind of that was the, the that thing. was the switch yeah. Yeah. switch and so i was doing comedy shows still do obviously and that the flu bug is kind of what cut getting me recognized more and then just doing that and then more comedy and improv falls was the next step i think and then pandemic so a little break and then when did you start uh like seeing like dave more often and working with was was that i'd actually you- say 2019 2018 2019 was that when you got involved in uh like doing stuff for his podcast his show uh actually i think so like we he had he had been going to all of our improv shows periodically all the time um and we'd let we'd go to theirs kind of vice versa that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and um i started like hanging out like uh graham wilson goes to every single or most of the shows that I'm involved with, he'll he'll goes to every single late night booming show. Like yeah, he goes go. to every yeah, every OG open, fan. even open mics. He will go to Sioux City when he heard I was doing a show. He's traveled to Sioux City to go see me perform. He's wow. an absolute the legend. goat. I that's love awesome. that as far as audience members and support. That's pretty. He's yeah, a that's legend. pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That is that is that is goat behavior. Yeah, it is goatish behavior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most devoted, one of the best people you'll you can ever meet um he's such a cool guy that's yeah. awesome and so i met i started hanging out with him he started hanging out with dave and um dave's crew i start like his wife carrie i met all of them and so we all started hanging out um and we all have a group chat we all chat about what events are coming up we, we should all go to this kind of thing so that's kind of how dave and i started hanging out more often you know it's crazy uh so for everybody uh, on the on the podcast who didn't know, I like briefly lost my job, but I'm still technically I'm going to be working as an Amazon delivery driver. I had to redo my drug test, and um, I went to go do my drug test, and I was greeted by uh, Mr. Holly's wife. Really? Oh, yes. yes I, I, <laughs> really? Yeah, I pulled in. Uh, I was like, friggin' man, you know when you have to do a drug test and you're like. Man, the whole morning is just sat there holding in your pee and you're like just in so much pain and you're like, I want to get this <laughs> over like, with. Oh. I was I was in such a horrible mood. I walked through that door and I saw Carrie and 
bro my like i was like oh hey. let's go i was like that's a familiar face yeah. i completely forgot that i was probably holding like three liters of pee in my bladder it was horrible and then but it, it all great. dropped yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it all dropped and yeah, yeah. Instantly. instantly like an excited dog <laughs> uh yeah they're literally like the nicest people on the planet oh, yeah. and appar- apparently she was the reason why uh me and eddie were even suggested to go to go yeah, on yeah yeah which is pr- which is that feels good that, yes that people that i wouldn't even think to think of me think of me like i'm like yeah i know about this person but like it, i don't know how important i am but like i was at the front of her mind for a little and that makes it you feel it makes you feel nice such a good podcast Did it you was have a chance too to yeah. To oh yeah i listened to i listened to it and i watched it on the on the on the episode <laughs> oh. last week so yeah oh, fantastic yeah. um yeah carrie is kind of date they're dave and carrie are partners in crime i kind of view that with me and becca too like yeah. we just yeah we work on everything like we're the face of it but our girlfriend our significant others are like the they sometimes they're the idea machine right and they'll help you fine-tune everything and that's such a nice thing to have yeah, yeah. um it i can sometimes get that out of like a best friend or like uh like a close friend but when you can have someone who's like consistently always there like pushing you like that yeah that's nice collaboration is so like neat like it's so like to it when you have an idea and you're bouncing it off of people and then they're like enhancing it and things like that's such a great feeling you know what i mean i know when a joke's not gonna work because becca either won't laugh or she'll just be like you can do better she'll literally just say that straight (laughs) up after i've said the joke like it's it's nice to be able to work with people who can just be blunt with you and it's not it's not it's It's not not out of hate or mean it's 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 just just to make it pure honesty yeah it's like uh, sometimes someone will tell me a story idea and i'm like you know that that sounds great but like what like what does it mean like what what are you trying to like say with this story like it it kind of sounds like a whole lot of nothing because you think like you've seen some marvel movies and like (laughs) yeah it'll sound cool when you pull it off but like at the end it's going to sound like very bland yeah yeah i just started seeing a therapist and she said i just hope you know that i'm not going to sugarcoat things i'm going to be blunt and honest i'm like that's what i need that's what i like i don't need someone that's like you'll get there yeah i don't need (laughs) someone to sugarcoat (laughs) it yeah That's Same. where I need to work on my um, my gravitas with honesty. Like, I need to be a little more like, hey, I'm not feeling this. Like, what can we do to change it up? Gravitas. Right. What does that mean? Like, like get more con- uh, more, more um, assertive, I should oh, say. Interesting. I just wanted to sound cool. I just don't know very many words. That's <laughs> the thing. You see, I'm just... I'm just dumb. <laughs> See, honesty is the opposite of lies. Um. <laughs> oh, right. Got it. Got it. All right. It okay. all makes sense. And now, okay. Yep. Oh, like Honest Abe. Right. <laughs> He's right. the guy that cut down the cherry tree, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And nothing, nothing else. Uh, <laughs> literally nothing else. Yeah. Nope. Didn't. Nope. That's it. He did. Okay. Yep. I, tr- I did an Abe Lincoln joke worth a shot. Um. And worth it, a sh- uh, oh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 family friendly. What, what kind of a show have we got what going on here? It happened 150 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too, Too soon. soon. <laughs> I don't think it is. You can say that about 
A lot of people. I was going to make a JFK Remember joke. Remember the Black Plague? Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Too soon. <laughs> there's, there's an episode Rotten. of The Office where Michael, Steve Carell, is just like, there's several topics that are off limits joking about in the workplace or in society. Um, AIDS, the Gulf War, the Lincoln assassination just recently became funny. Uh, <laughs> just recently became just I need, recently. I need to see this play like I need another hole in the head. Uh, this uh, is what's at stake. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like he's sitting in the room too and nobody laughs. It's a good joke, but like it's a yeah. documentary crew. They're not going to... Yeah. Steve, it's good. Steve, it's good. Steve Carell is my favorite at telling jokes because, like, especially on The Office, because he just looks at the camera like, right? Like, and he's like, you got it, yeah. right? He's like, everybody at home. Yeah. 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 Even though nobody's laughing yeah. at no. it. Yeah. <laughs> Small filmmakers talk. Okay. So we've been shooting LNB for a while. We've been in the depths. A while. And yeah. we have our last uh, show in the Belbis mm-hmm. this upcoming thursday and so if you're listening to this episode that would be six months ago it's because cole doesn't fucking edit the podcast it's, it's so our last funny. episode for a while uh, so well until this next week with season two's opener um <laughs> yeah, yeah this will be out in may um, yeah. and then so this is mother's day happy mother's day in <laughs> 2025 <laughs> so Man, crazy that um johnny knoxville owns twitter now it's crazy yeah, right? it's wild. Yeah. times have changed you guys yeah, yeah. elon musk died and for some reason, it it went to him. And yeah. fin- everybody was the everybody next thinks choice. that that Johnny Knoxville like broke into his safe and like ruined himself. It's a whole thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. We don't want to talk about the go- the second Gulf War. <laughs> Elon's Too soon. deathbed. He goes, I want Johnny Knox- Knoxville. Ha ha ha. Jackass. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> the last thing he said was ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this I'm gonna let you. This podcast will be out on Monday. So if you're listening to this episode, it's possible. It's, it is possible. It may be uh, released on Tuesday. It is possible that you're listening to this episode before the show. So if you are available, come to the Belbits. Doors open at seven. Yes. Come watch the show. Free. We're going to have Sean Covell, yep. the writer and producer of Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, tell me about how 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 we landed. That's this an interesting. Big name. So, Zeds, have you ever met him before? No. Mm-mm. Okay, because I don't know. He is. I guess he's been around the area, like because he's from South Dakota, um, and that's where a lot of inspiration from Napoleon Dynamite comes from. I guess is from this. I'm excited to learn more about. Yeah, you know crazy. how that whole thing was made. Yeah, but cut to the clip from the interview. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the, gonna be a. This episode is gonna be a before the show. I swear to God, we cannot stress <laughs> enough. This will be out before <laughs> Thursday. I cannot <laughs> promise. I mean, I can't. I prompt. I'm fucked. If you post it, if you post it at 5 p.m. on Thursday, I'm not doing that. While you're filmed, getting things ready. If you're at your house, you've got 10 minutes to get to the the theater. It's the morning of the show. Hold up, I'm still editing the podcast. One second. It's gotta be up. So, Sean, did you hear? uh, I just this morning dropped a new episode of my podcast. Um, I know it says that we filmed it, and you know, like, just don't, Sean. Sean, Sean, this episode's gonna be done on time. Well, what do you mean you're worried about the the timeline? I'm the I'm a fantastic technical <laughs> director. 
Sean, please come back. Sean, please. You're, you're Sean. just like sitting in your room just testing the reverb on all the microphones <laughs> on like the audio like, ooh, cavernous. Cavernous. <laughs> ooh, ca- the, the, I'm going to use this one for sure. The reverb. And then this one. And then this one. The Put it out. is just insane. <laughs> I have to EQ it properly. Uh, guys, I'm not ready. The podcast isn't done. Yeah, yeah. Hold up. <laughs> like, Siege, it's five minutes of showtime. It's out. The podcast is not yet. All right, the guys. <laughs> I just posted the podcast. You're not going to listen to it. Uh, All right. Siege, the show started five minutes ago. Well, so put it on the screen. So what I'm hearing is y- you don't care about my feelings <laughs> and that you hate me. Anyways, we hope you all had a great Christmas and a happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Cole's going to go jump off a bridge because nobody listened to his podcast. The siege. No, no, no. The siege. No, don't do no, it. No. no. <laughs> So, uh, Sean Covell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, Sean Covell. So, anyways, uh, Mr. Napoleon Dynamite. So, I hadn't yeah. seen Napoleon Dynamite. Which I mean, is crazy to me. That is crazy. I had I had only seen, like, scenes when I was, like, a, yeah. like, you a child. You had never seen it in full. I had never seen it in full. Yeah. So were you so, both born in 2001? 2002? I was born in 2000. Oh, 2000. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I was born in 2001. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because I... I was born in 92, and I had purchased Napoleon Dynamite on DVD in 2004. Whoa. So I am going to have Sean sign a copy of my DVD. <gasps> that's awesome. Whoa. So I that's bought it at wild. Best Buy back in the day when so DVDs were... So it's like an were, original, like, yeah. an original... Like, oh, like an original awesome. release, like yeah. a classic Isn't print. that nuts? First already, pressing. We're already, <laughs> we're already getting to that time where, like, 2004 is now considered, like, a classic time. Yeah. I, I heard American Idiot on classic rock radio, which really angers me and upsets me. <laughs> and I heard Boulevard of Broken Dreams. I'm like... What the fuck is this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Man, it's crazy that, that, that it's almost been like 20 years since. I mean, I'm like yeah. 22, you know? like yeah. The day that Party Rock Anthem gets played on Classic Party Rock Radio, Rock. I'm jumping off a cliff. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'll jump off with you. We'll, we'll go together. I just yeah. heard blinding lights on Classic. <laughs> <laughs> so Doja Cat's, uh, Doja Cat was on uh, Classic Rock the other day. It's the year right. 2050. <laughs> right yeah. up next, we, we got some Boston Journey and SZA. <laughs> Check it out. Like, like listen, this is good, but like, yeah. it doesn't belong there. It doesn't no. belong with those. Yeah. No. Also, heads up if you're into hip hop, which I think you guys are, um, <laughs> ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite hip hop album of the year is Jid. J I D. He put out an album called The Forever Story. Better than Kendrick. I'm telling you. I he sounds kind of like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. He he'll be like chill one minute and then angry the next yeah. and just kind of like his voice sounds like just like Kendrick yeah kind of but he he's the guy on Enemy oh the misery oh Enemy. okay so he's I a rapper dude oh, okay yeah. got it okay phenomenal album and I'm not even that into hip hop but I was like this is incredible really yeah I- I'll huh. have to give it a listen because uh Jakey he's a South Dakota mm-hmm. artist he dropped an album called Rom Com and I've had that. I've had that mofo on. Been bopping. I'm going to add that to my list of albums to check out. I do every year at the end of the year an album to the year list, and so I'm trying to listen to everything I possibly like can. Like albums of the year that came out this year. Yep, yep. Do you have Post Malone on there? Not yet. Zeeds. Should I? I'll put it on there. You have to. I'll, sh- I'll give it a listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give the only it, reason I didn't is because I, I unfortunately listened too much to the music critics and they oh, all trashed yeah. it really and you know and you know here's the thing sometimes i listen to him and sometimes like fantano 
you know, yeah. Fantano's a big one, right? And uh, there was a video uploaded called uh, Fantano Reacts to Rom-Com. And it's probably my favorite, like, album of the year. And it's like, you know, it, I've been, like, pumping it on repeat. Dude listened to the first song, got halfway through, was watching the chat the whole time, just, like, cut to the next song, listened to half of it, cut to the next song, listened to half of it, and then gave up and, like... Fantano did? Yeah. Wow. Like, bro, the disrespect. I was like, come on. This shit's the so fire. Disrespect. So fire. Um, I, I don't understand what... It's one of those things, like, sometimes Fantano is right. When, uh, when, when an album is really good, it's really good. But then there's other times where I'm like, why is he trashing this album? It's so good. It's maybe just because it's not his like to his liking. It's almost like every time every time that he finds something that's really, really good, I say he's right. Every time he finds something that's really, really bad, I usually agree with that. It's it's all of the stuff like in the middle. Like whether he thinks it could be anywhere from a two to like a, a six like a nine or you know, like any of that middle range. But I have a lot of differing opinions. Here's the thing. Like, it's just so subjective. It is so like, subjective. That's just art, Like, granted. I know. That's yeah. the hard thing. Because, like, even Eddie, like, my own brother, we have such... We have some similar, but, I mean, I would not say I listen to the same music that he listens to. I mean, to. but your music definitely influenced what he listens to growing up, right? And I would say the same about my how I ref... I, I definitely influenced the music that my younger sibling listens to, yeah. but the stuff that they listen to, yeah, I would not be bopping see, to like a lot of that stuff. Like they, they like the stuff that I listen to, but it's just like a little t- like the hyper pop stuff. Yeah. I can like get behind like a few of the songs, but like most of the genre it's, the, I mean, yeah. The yeah, funny thing yeah. is like Jack and I were having a discussion like earlier last year, last winter and you're like. Zeeds, you hear this band Fun? <laughs> and like, have I? Fun was like big for like two years, and then they just broke up. Oh yeah, like, I remember done. that too. That was yeah. that was huge for us in high school. Yeah. And I saw them live. Like I saw really? the tour insane. before that. Um, they uh, they had debuted We Are Young on that tour. The song hadn't been released yet. So you you even saw them before the Some Nights album came yeah. out. Yeah, about six, that seven is months. So insane because they're opening for Panic at the Disco, who at the time were uh, on a career low, and it that's was like crazy. Yeah, yeah. If you count, um, does twenty twenty the year twenty twenty does not count as the two thousand tens? Obviously, right? Yeah, no, so I that's, the, that's the new decade. Okay, that's the yeah. start of the. New I would decade. say that that is one of the best albums of the decade. So nice. It's pretty awesome so I, far. So far, I yeah. would the say just begun. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Some Nights album. Oh, oh, of, of the, the 2010s. 2010s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Some Nights was uh, genuinely like the right direction for Top Forty to go, because um, it was actual instrumentation and it was pop music that was where it should be going instead of just the the mindless trap rap like we can say a lot about that like Kanye and stuff uh some of donda i really liked and other parts of donda i was like not see and that's the thing like i got buddies who like like early kanye stuff like that's their jam they like love it and like to me like i can't get into like I just can't. There's some things I just can't get into, and I don't know why. Like, yeah, people are like, "But he made graduation." I'm like, "Listen, graduation's it's like fine. It's it's good. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. that's it. 
I, oh, I, I never like there's, I not like, a, I there's not like a song that I would literally just get in my car turn on and drive you know what I mean yeah but like I can say that about Post Malone every one of his albums but I, the, a large majority of people can't say that about Post Malone you know like, I mean like I have so friends weird. who will like hop hop in their Civic and pull out some like John Denver you know and I'll yeah. be like I mean like it's like I like it it's a vibe the music's not bad but like that's not that, yeah. it's music is subjective yeah yeah um for me each Kanye album has about two or three fire tracks and the rest they just don't need to go back to. And like, that's, that's that's the pattern that I found too is like on average I'd say all of the songs are relatively well produced but like I really only I, a song is really only good to me if I can return to it over and yeah, over and replay over value. and not be tired yep. of it. Yeah. Albums that I like right now that are kind of in the public eye for is uh, Willow Smith's new album is fantastic. Willow Smith actually makes some fire stuff. Paramore just dropped um, the news. Great the song. news. I love that. That was good. Uh, and this is why I don't know how long this is why it's a couple been months out, has been out for. Yeah, I just heard that too as well. But yeah. fire, fire stuff. Got tickets for that tour. I'm in the pit. I'm excited. Oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. Do you listen to Paramore? I don't even, I've never heard of him before. Oh, I you, bet you, you've, you've heard I bet songs. You've, I've heard him on your Facebook, like the name. I don't. I don't, I'd probably know their songs. I bet you've heard fun living in the real world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. uh, um, I should be over all the butterflies. I'm into you. I'm no, into no, you. that one was big for a little bit. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, Lizzo's no. new album is pretty decent. Um, I haven't heard the new Lizzo. It's I all right. Heard it. it feels like Fantano had said this, and I agree. It sounds like a giant motivational poster of an album. Like you're special, like because like of who you are. Yeah. 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 That's pretty, that's yeah. Maybe that's what I need. I need some positive energy some in my life. Yeah. Right. Albums that kind of they're okay. Um, the the couple of members of Radio it, Radiohead have a side project, and it, some of it's really good, but some of it's just like if you need to fall asleep quick, just listen to these tracks. Like, <laughs> yeah. just like, can you get more pretentious? <laughs> so, like, so what like, was trying to be like prog, right? Or trying to be like slow, like string, like boring strings. Not even like, oh, that was so good, but like, <sighs> I know, I, and I just can't imagine like putting together an album like i don't know i'm into like chill music don't get me wrong you tried to produce uh an album at one point yeah i still love like making zach has done a lot more than either of us i know zed's like granted you both can actually play instruments i can't even do that but but here's the thing sound like seeds you're so good at like like when you're gonna take this podcast and like edit it i think sound is like such a hard concept like to be able to know because it's so delicate it's not like a video where you can see the cuts and things like that you really have to listen and like and you know what filmmaking gets so much harder when you realize how important audio is because yeah. i remember when we first kind of realized like i mean it's literally like half of the project okay how fast it could derail the whole thing keep talking mid podcast siege i'm sending you a video that i was gonna send you because you're gonna love this i was gonna send it and i forgot to send it to you no it's crazy um because with disarmed we've we did our first two albums with my dad yeah and then the the most recent one with a guy named jeremy schaefer uh lives out in scotland south dakota like as your sound engineer yep to record the album and produce it and everything and um, it was crazy seeing the difference between the two of them because my dad tends to record it and says, that'll work. That will make that work. And Jeremy goes, I need you to play that to the best of your ability 
and we'll do many, many takes. Yep. And yep. we'll pick the best one out of all six or seven. So some of these songs are really intense, and I had to play them five, six times in a row. And uh, I was just pouring sweat, just like yeah. it felt like a boot camp exercise in recording. And it was just really intense because at the time I didn't know that I had gout. So it was just like my fingers were flaring up oh, and it was just shit. like, yeah, it was really intense. Now it'd be probably a walk in the park compared to what I was doing before. But right. um, so that album, like, I'm really proud of it because I literally like played myself in pain, like blood, pain, sweat and tears. tears. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure all. like that's a different kind of like adrenaline rush that you then you get from even stand-up right yeah like the drumming like or is right. it kind of like it's all kind of like different vibes yeah typically if i get sick of stand-up for like a week i'll focus on music and then i just go back to stand-up and then i'm like oh i, I take mini breaks i don't quit entirely mm -hmm. i just take a few days off from something because it's just too stressful and then i just go back to it because i'm like because i get in my head a lot um because it's uh, really easy to take a long break and then that long break becomes a forever break yeah and like you just stop yeah. doing something that you used to love. Yeah. And I, I don't see myself ever quitting the things that I'm doing because it's like I if I do quit, I've just thrown away 10 years of work. All this experience that you have. Yeah. yeah. And all the potential that you have right now. Right. Yeah. Why, like, yeah. why throw it away? Yeah. So there's a lot of work still to be done. And, and it would be a shame if all the work that we've done up to this point was just thrown to the wind. Gone. Given up. Yeah. No, not of use anymore. Yeah. Just, just done yeah. for. I've had friends basically say, like, if you get too stressed out from stand up, just quietly take a couple weeks off. Just like don't announce it like I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like, going dark. When people are, yeah. yeah, that's the thing about like uh like social media has like really corrupted us because there's I would rather take a break and not announce my break because yeah. I I hate seeing when people are like oh, I'm back as or, if people or, I'm leaving or it's like yeah. as if people even notice that you're gone. Literally you know? <laughs> billions of people on the planet, yeah. um, and like obviously we have our like small circles and stuff, but to, to be general, the, any any random mutual that I have on the internet, whether it's like a Facebook friend or whatever, if they like just disappear and stop posting, it might kind of go over m my head unless. I'm actually fascinated by the artists that literally disappear after for like three or four years, then come back and didn't say where they went. Like Adele, yeah, like Adele, addressing Adele took a long time off yeah. and then came back. She's like, oh yeah, I took some time off. Yeah. <laughs> no big she's problem. Like whole, yeah. She like lost a shit ton of weight and she's yeah. like a whole new person. And she's like, yeah, I just, you know, I just, you know, I was I'm with back. my family. That's my all. My house set on fire. I had to get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been busy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's some like celebrities where you look at their Instagram and their stories, like the the bars on their top of their stories are like pixels because they yeah. upload they so much so stuff. Having yeah. pasta. <laughs> <laughs> the best. The best. No way. They're having pasta. The best yeah. artists are when you see that they've gone on a break and. And then that immediately tells you that they're like stewing, that they're like working on something. Yeah. Those are the best. Cause I, I love seeing people that are like, they like all they do is they talk about like their home life and their social life. And then they like go to like start shoot, like, like start shooting a movie or like record like an album. People are like, Whatever. And everything has to go under secrecy and yeah. then they disappear. And everybody knows it's because they're working on something. Yeah. And I'm just like, I get so excited. Here's the person that I think does it the best is the weekend. He's so like mysterious. Like yeah. he posts almost nothing, yeah. but whenever he drops, it's huge. You know I, what I mean? I really liked After Hours, the new one. I 
didn't get me too. I couldn't. After get Hours into it. is like one of my favorite albums of all time. After yeah. Hours was huge. Don FM just kind of mediocre, like two or three, it's a uh, letdown. two or three tracks are it's okay. The, it's too artsy for me. It's yeah. too I, like I don't want to listen to Jim Carrey read poems. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. <laughs> 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 I, I like After Hours more than Don FM, but I think Don FM is still really good. The fact. I mean, if I was going to go see The Weeknd, like, perform live, I would have wanted to go see him perform those two albums. Yeah. Because yeah. those two albums are at least, like, his, like, most recent. Like, He's doing that, best. isn't he? Yeah. He's playing both of them on one sure night. Is, I think right yeah. now. Yeah. He is so, that After Hours album is, like, the music videos that go with it, the whole vibe that he created with that album is on another level. It literally Literally, is. it's yeah. insane. So, like, he like he started off with like can't feel my face like okay he's big yeah big deal yeah and, and then he's got like, like he's got he's, he's he's got talent yeah yeah, yeah and then after hours sealed his legacy like yeah. yeah he's one of the legends but he's so like going back to what we were talking about social media like he is so like no one knows much about him even like because he doesn't post anything he doesn't he hardly does you can you're hard pressed to find an interview yeah, when he's him. posting it's literally just like pictures no caption yeah. like stuff like that and that i think that adds to the mystery of his album which you can only do that when you ha- already have that giant fucking following i know like you can't you can't go on like social media with like four followers and post like yeah. four mysterious images with no caption. <laughs> yeah. because Everyone be like, are you okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or nobody's going to see it and it's yeah. going to, you know, it's going to be like lost to the wind. And yeah, but like you could be Selena Gomez and, and post a picture to Instagram yeah. of like your dog and 50 million people will like it. I know. I want to get to a point where like, we're able to just post something that is so incredibly obscure and then people have to like people are like like i saw this thing uh what's the guy that does all the music videos uh sean bennett is that yeah his name? cole bennett cole, cole bennett, bennett yeah. yeah cole bennett posted a picture of it was like you know those old school like m&m things that you have m&ms in it was one of those next to like a bat with barbed wire around it and that's all it was that's all the picture was yeah. and the comments blew up like saying like is this Eminem with Post Malone like <laughs> this like and yeah. then like it's so obscure like I think it's so cool when people are able to do things like that you I want to get to the point where I'm like Britney Spears where I'm doing weird dance moves and then shots of my vagina <laughs> just <laughs> just lots that's the goal right now you're doing your TED talk they're like yeah. so what inspires you to do this Britney Spears' Instagram <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when she lost that conservatorship yeah she got weird and it was great she got weird <laughs> I'm living for it though. I'm living for it. I want to get to that point though, where it's like we're so big, or stuff is popping so well that you don't need to. And whenever you make something, it's like what? It's like, like no yeah. effort. Like yeah. like you just drop something, and and you know that no matter what, it's gonna like work out. Whether yeah. people hate it or they love it, or they love to hate it, or they hate to love. Like yeah. my favorite is gonna eat it up. Yeah, my favorite's when they clear their entire Instagram feed. Like everything they used to post is gone. And everyone's like, what? What's, yeah, happening? what's going on? What's yeah. happening? That happened with Blink-182's reunion and uh, oh. last like October. Wait, you can do that? I think so. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can like, just hide everything. Yeah, you can oh, archive really? posts. Yeah, yeah. And so like they hid everything and then their website was like under construction, like oh. all this stuff. And everyone's like, oh no. Yeah. 
imagine, <laughs> imagine dragons is like that too they have like the they send their like there's in, insane crazy fans that will go on like scavenger hunts and like look in like the top bar of their website and they'll have like a code that leads them somewhere else and then they're like piecing things together and it's like all to find out that they're on a feature somewhere you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, if you would have waited like three days it would have been yeah. public information yeah, it's like, oh it's a remix of uh, radioactive okay yeah. <laughs> right small filmmakers talk so what were your guys as a spotify spotify rap like oh i uh took photos uh, my let's, top five artists let's review my number one for sure was my chemical romance because uh, the reunion tour was this year and it was a huge deal for me let's go so that was number one number two was Panic of the Disco because their new album came out this year. Well, Brendan's new album came out this year. Yeah, yeah. Panic. You say that. You say uh, Panic of the Disco like it's not just one guy anymore. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, that was great. Coheed and Cambria. Just I love that band. And Red Hot Chili Peppers was number four because I was going to do a uh, Dress Code review discography ranking, but then just life happened and it just didn't have time. So but I listened to a lot of Chili Peppers for a while. So that's why that's number okay. four. Hey, Red Hot Chili Peppers has some has like a ton of really good songs. Yeah. Just like like a, honestly like a whole, you can make a very long list of like classics that they've made. Right. Yeah. And what number if, five was Wilco because they came to town and I wanted to listen to everything because they always play Oh, so you listened to the whole discography? Most like, of it, yeah. To, that's pretty cool. What are, What were your top songs? Viva Las Vengeance by Panic. That was my number one. Okay. okay. Uh, first the... single off the new album. Okay. So okay. when it came out, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Banger. And the second one was Blink's comeback single, Edging. Let's go. So, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I see where I see where your, where yeah. your mind was at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. what else? Uh, middle of a breakup was the second single from Panic's new album. <laughs> it's a lot of th- themes. A lot of, lot of, yeah. You're very uh, panicky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anxiety. And right. It's kind of a reference to the last episode. <laughs> Ex- yeah, exactly. It, you should go listen. Go to listen it. to it. Uh, number four was Beautiful Losers from Coheed and Cambria's new album. Really good album. And this fifth song was another song off that album called Rise, Nyanasha, Cut the Cord. It's all conceptual. It's pretty cool. It's uh, every album that Coheed puts out is about uh, a fictional um, comic book series called The Armory Wars. It's oh, pretty cool. That's cool. It's like they're like progressive rock, hard rock mixture. Singer's got like a really high woman-esque voice, but oh, okay. it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I dig that. You don't have Spotify, do you? I got Apple Music. You have Apple Music. Yeah. Did Apple they give Music you uh, like statistics? A, yeah, yeah. What are your statistics? What are your What are your top five artists and songs? Top five. Okay, my top five artists are number one's Posty, of course, of course, of course. Of course. Two is Imagine Dragons. Three is The Weeknd. Four is Mac Miller, and five is this guy named Black Atlas. He's signed under The Weeknd's record label. I feel like I've heard of. That tracks, that tracks. He's so good. Black um, Atlas. I feel yeah. like you've told me about him recently. Yep, he is so good. But then I actually have the same top song for the past three years. No way, really. Yeah, I is bet you can guess circles? what it is. Yep. <laughs> no way. Yep. That You're is, still listening still, to that song. That is over literally and over. my favorite song of all time. <laughs> of all time. I like I it's I don't know what it is. It's my favorite song of all. Like literally, I could listen to that song every day. Okay, what are your other four? So circles of this year, it's a lot of posty because his new album came out. Two is cooped up. 
That is my least favorite song on that really? album. Really? Yeah, no hate way. Really? Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. Skip it every time. No way. Skip it. I hate Coop. I mean, like, the course is good. I just don't like Roddy Rich on it. Roddy's verse is awful. It's, it's terrible. It's but luckily, good. Posty can carry. Um, Funny thing is, Roddy Rich was booked to be on SNL. Then he got COVID. Then they replaced him with someone better. Is Jack from Fun. Uh, replaced him. Oh, like, really? Way better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man. That's pretty great. That's insane. What else do you got? Uh, number three is this song called Friendships. It's a, um, it's like a deep house song. I've been really into like deep house, like chill music. Nice. It's like okay. it's really niche, but I love it. Okay. It's cool. um, four is Euthanasia. Off, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Five is I like you off the album. Okay. I like you. I don't... That's pretty good. Pretty good. How about you, C. Joe? Okay, so my top artist number one was Oliver Tree. Oh yeah, yeah. which that's that tracks. Yeah. Um, my number two was The Weeknd. Because honestly, it was Don FM yep. and and uh, it came out right uh, at the beginning of the year. Hours. Yeah, you know, I was yep. I was I was listening yep. to that on repeat. Yeah, I imagine the first week of January it's going to be listened to. Yeah, yeah. If, especially if you're into it, it's like all year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I won't lie, I had Don FM. Some of those songs on that. How do I make you? Oh, that, that, that song. One, that's, that's my favorite the, song. That's probably that the song best is, one on And it, Gasoline yeah. is so Gasoline's good, too. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did like Gasoline. Yeah. yeah. My number three is Kendrick Lamar. My number tracks, four is Post Malone. Tracks. And my number yeah. five is Tyler, the Creator. Oh, yeah. Um, my top three songs are all songs by, uh, they're all singles by Jakey, because I was anticipating oh, sure. rom-com so much, because <laughs> it was supposed to come out in February, and it when? like just came out like oh, last wow. month. Long time. So I had been like sitting like desperately, anxiously, I was just listening to Jakey music over and over. My top song is Moby Dick, which is a single that he like released like two or three years ago. My number two is Pine Barrens, which is, which was a sequel or it was a teaser. It was a single teaser for rom-com. It's in rom-com. It's got an extra verse in rom-com. And my number three is Saint Like, which is another single that he dropped like years ago. I was just so ready for yeah. that freaking album. I already know that my Spotify rap next year is going to be all rom-com <laughs> songs. <laughs> and my number one's going to be Jakey yeah. without a doubt. Uh, and then four was Cowboys Don't Cry. Oh, sure. Some olives. That one, that one, I that one I kind of listened to on repeat uh, in California that first trip. That I just couldn't get out of my head. And yeah. then number five is Euthanasia. Right on. <sighs> that, Th this that is why I check. I'm on my top songs, hundred songs of the year. This is why I was number eight. Oh, really? Had it been out earlier, probably would have been top five. Yeah, but. no kidding. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's probably like a. Like a ton of, I didn't even look at my top 100. Bo Burnham is number 10. Oh my God. There's a, Bo Burnham's got to be high up on my list because <laughs> with like inside and yeah. then the blue. Oh yeah. I remember that. Oh my goodness. That was like 2021 though. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like the album didn't come out uh, until later in 2021 because the, right. the special was out for a long time. See, that's And right. that's the thing. Like yeah. I wonder if a song comes out like in September or something, it's obviously you're not going to get as many plays at the end of yeah. the year you know mm -hmm. what i mean i'm really mm -hmm. bummed that machine gun kelly's on my list <laughs> so like mm -hmm. at the time like i really liked tickets to my downfall i was kind of like there's I like, like a, the, the, i have complicated feelings because some of the i do like the, i kind of vibe with the sound yeah some of it's know? catchy then Not the new him. album like uh emo girl no thanks um yeah and but like, like the worst part is is i have a friend in robert california <laughs> robert. shout out man, robert man man he listens to 
are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, why do you listen to MGK? Yeah. I'm glad he's at least like a new MGK song because if he was like an MGK fan when MGK was making like rap music, yeah. I would have been like, bro, that's cringe. Yeah. <laughs> at least you're a fan of him now when he's making like punk rock stuff. But let me <laughs> yeah. show you a couple better punk rock. My bands. number one artist this year was Young Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so friend you're of my milfs got it. <laughs> friend of mine recommended I check that album out. I have not yet, but uh, the new Young, Young Gravy, Gravy out. Younger Gravy. <clears throat> Young Gravy is actually uh, he he makes some bobs. They're, oh, really? they're, they're I like, only know vibes. the only songs I know that he makes are like troll songs, like Mister for, for like troll Glee. soundtrack. <laughs> Trolls too. <laughs> I got this feeling. Yeah, my number one album, album seen, was Trolls Two soundtrack. Yeah. Have you guys seen like the Sing movies? Yeah, uh, no. Number uh-uh. one, I like probably better than number two. You've seen Sing One and Two. Yeah. Oh, I love like DreamWorks movies. Do you really? Yeah. I'm not a big Disney guy, but DreamWorks is my jam. That's crazy. Love them. So like, you didn't watch any like Disney Channel original movies growing up? Uh, I did, but not as much as most people. I would say. Like, I'm more of like Captain Underpants. Okay. Uh, okay. Shrek. Kung Fu Panda. Okay. Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Uh, I probably was mostly on Cartoon Network. Okay. I think for me it went, first I listened, to, I was watching Nickelodeon the most, then I shifted to Cartoon Network, and then I actually ended with Disney Channel. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's kind of backwards of what most people do, I feel like. You know, what about but, you? Um, <clears throat> Growing up, I used to love, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, uh, back in the day, Disney Channel was my jam because back in the day it was Even Stevens with Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah, yeah. Liz, Lizzie McGuire, loved yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire. And then um, I grew up watching Nickelodeon. I think my the trajectory of shows I liked on each channel, uh, substance-wise, I liked Disney stuff better. Mm-hmm. But for just flat-out goofy fun stuff, Nickelodeon was the way yeah. to go. Drake yeah. and Josh was my jam. Yeah. Uh, SpongeBob, early SpongeBob was early so good. SpongeBob, the first, those like first, first three seasons. Three, yeah. yeah, I can, I can extend it maybe like to like season five, but like those, those early seasons of SpongeBob. Yeah, the, the, you the, just can't, you can't get over the like the, they're yeah. just so quality. Nowadays, you pick up on the adult jokes you didn't get when you were a kid. It's so much funnier. Yeah, you're like, what they put this on TV? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's insane. But then there's like shows that were like, how do we like the Adventures of Flapjack or whatever? Like it's just. <laughs> terrifying produced this yeah it's like they were trying to give kids nightmares i know I you know. didn't even need adult yeah. swim yeah. and like chicken robot which by the way i absolutely watched well what was your guys's favorite uh did you watch like adult swim you any i was catch always any of those? watching king of the hill i loved robot yeah. chicken the one show that was like so obscure that i caught like once when i was a kid was the show i found out it's on hbo max it's called like xavier the like savior angel or something and it's the weirdest animated it's like this anthropomorphic bird man his knees are backwards he has like a beak yeah he talks weird you've probably seen like clips of it like in memes but it's like the weirdest thing and i i had to have like watched it when it was actually airing on tv when i was like you know, 11, 10 yeah. years old. And yeah. it felt like a fever dream turning yes. the TV on and seeing some, like it's, it's, I'd imagine like if uh, a 70 year old turned to 
uh, Dakota News Now while like LNB <laughs> was on, they'd be like, what the heck is, what is LNB, going on? LNB is a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> like like to, to someone like them where they're just very used to a specific kind of content yeah. coming into something that's like, that is so it, it kind of lulls you in because it seems familiar and then it like throws you <laughs> off. to like yeah. the- Then you have Oswald <laughs> getting beat up by eight year olds on stage. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so funny. Are you guys excited for this uh, this final Belbist showing of Late Night Boomin? Yeah. 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 It's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. It will be. It's gonna be. I feel like it's been a while. Like, it feels like a while since our last one. Yeah. It, it really does. It's, like, uh, it's been a, it has, well, because it, it has been, been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be a quick turnaround. Yeah. And then I think maybe for the better, like, we, it's giving us more time yes. to sit with the material. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it, it will have to be a quick turnaround when it comes to the editing, which yeah. is going to be super yeah. fun. Fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Be fun. Yeah, we're yeah. going yeah. to enjoy the editing we, process. We love, we're not going to Because we love making We love making movies. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. I will say I pre- I applaud and appreciate all the work you guys do to put in uh, editing the episodes so quickly after they are filmed. Uh, I couldn't do that myself, so Ugh, I editing. appreciate. We try. It's a uh, you know. It's a. Uh... It's the anti-editing editing club. I am, I am uh, like only two-thirds your age just because of like, you know, where we are in life. Yeah. And like, and I mean, 10 years, I'll be like three, four, just because like how time works. But like, I've got to ask you before we like close this down, I, me and Jack, Jack could probably relate to this. We have probably wasted, I'd hate to say wasted, but it really feels like it when you're like video editing. I have wasted so many hours of my life sitting in front of a computer video editing. Do you have anything like that in your life where you feel like it's just like a this task that you have to come back to over and over and it just drains you? Uh, stand up. <laughs> Fuck. In, in a positive way. In a positive way. Uh, it's because I think I've been learning different ways to write and there's days where I get pissed at myself because I didn't write anything today. Like this week, I wanted to do so much more writing, but things happened. Uh, other projects pop up like trivia, all this stuff pops up and it, it, it irritates me because all I want to do is write a, a five minute set of just friggin' solid jokes. I, just yeah. want, I want them to be thrown on my plate and yeah. ready to go, but mm. that's not how life works. And I get frustrated that that's not how life works. Yeah. And so like, I want like my next few days, I want to buckle down and write some fresh material for opening the show on next Thursday. Some fresh content. Fresh yeah. Content. yeah. I, I, I'm a person that if I'm going out of town, hell yeah, I'm going to do the old stuff because they've never heard it before. Yeah. yeah. But we have, a, we have a lot of the same people come to the shows, which I appreciate and I want to give them new content. I don't want to yeah. give them the same crap. So right, it's yeah. like, right. not that it's crap, the same material, <laughs> the same like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I get it. I mean, we like, we do, we spend so much time like editing, but once you like have that thing like done and you know yep. that it's like good, I've never felt so much serotonin than when I see yeah. uh, an LNB episode, like finished exporting on my desktop. Uh, I'm yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the a lot of the time I've had nights where we've had a show like improv falls or something where I'm depressed beforehand. Cause I'm like, I don't have any new stuff. Like I feel like a failure. Like I break down 
And then uh, Becca sees the worst of me before a show. And then I go out there and have one of the best shows I've ever had. And she's like, I don't know how you turn it around that quickly. Like, yeah. how you just yeah. you break down and just let it all out. And then you all of a sudden just go up on stage and you're fine. It's like, yeah. what? That's so weird. Yeah. It's weird how stuff like that, like, it could be a stressor to a point where it... it it might bring you to a breakdown, but also it could be the thing that pulls you out of a breakdown. Yeah. That's yeah. the wildest thing about like that way. It, it like art. It kills your nerves. So you're like, what have I got to lose? Nothing. I already broke down earlier tonight. So right. like, what else is going to happen? Like, yeah. let's do it. Like I've reached the point in my life where it's like, I'm not going to lose anything if I just like try to do the thing and just keep doing it and just you know you you gotta not be afraid of making mistakes yeah. you yeah. gotta just like do well it. and like knowing just that like we're all gonna be dead soon anyways <laughs> you know like it's, it's just, life goes so quick like I you just, might as well like yeah I you know, appreciate it and Honestly, spend your time doing and stuff it's for, the, it's for the better and for the worse because i've found like the filter on the dumb things I say is just getting lower and lower. Like I'm just spewing garbage out half the time. No, 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 I don't care. I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. yeah like I'm, my Adam Sandler impressions. Yo, 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 is stupid. You know what I mean? Do you, do you watch Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser actor on actor yet? Uh, uh-uh. just came out this week. So good. Oh, I got to watch it. Like, I've been watching the, uh, there was, um, there was a writer's round table with like a bunch of those are like George Steele like, and yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I, yeah, I I, I'm those. like halfway through it. It's those are so, so good. cool. So the, good. The Adam Sandler, Brendan one's like, uh, Brendan, and then <laughs> you did Georgia the Jungle. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I got to watch that. <laughs> She's like, uh, you were perfect for that, for that movie. I, I gotta say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you, and then Brendan's like, thank you very much <laughs> yeah. for, for that. I appreciate yeah. that. I yeah. worked really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both did airheads together. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Can you do the Billy Madison gibberish? impression oh. uh. <laughs> Eric is pregnant congratulations for that baby oh for those kids he's gonna be a soccer player <laughs> Eric Eric <laughs> Zach I'm just gonna like ask you uh, like on a random Sunday to just like film you for an hour doing uh, Adam Sandler impressions just so in case I ever need to get Jack's attention I can yeah. just like hey Jack 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 and then show him it and then he'll be like oh what are you it's comedy go it's so good write it down write it down yeah Zeds if you ever are getting if like you ever break down before the show and you're running out of content just do Adam Sandler and you're doing you have to do like an hour of stand up the whole time good joke daddy why are you yelling at me (laughs) (laughs) when do you guys think we should um, do a podcast episode with us three Eddie Mitchell and Becca oh man like, That'd be almost like, like after, a round table. Like an after the final after we've fin after we filmed the finale. Yeah. yeah. I'd say so. That'd be like yeah. a like a round like one of the that director's yeah. round table type thing almost. Yeah. yeah. That would be sick. Someone would have to lead it. And we're Spence all- and Knopf. <laughs> I'll try to bring Spence and Knopf lead it. Spence and Knopf. Spence and Knopf. I think Spence could. 
but I don't like. Now if just be like, now if be like, I don't know, did you have like a good time doing the show? Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> so what was that one show like? So like, what'd you do? I wasn't there that time. <laughs> See, rotten. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how was the writing meeting? I was there. Oh really? Yeah. I was there. No, we yeah, should get. Yeah, you were we there. Get, you didn't uh, say anything the whole time. <laughs> we should get Dave Holly to do it. Oh, that would yeah, we together. should. Yeah. Oh, he would be a perfect person to like lead the convo. Let's get Dale to do it. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, here goes. Um, yeah. Hey. hey. That's just such uh, a good check, one. Check. Yeah. The thing, <laughs> thing is, check, uh, check. hold on. Um, I'm gonna go downstairs. I think there's a cord somewhere. I'll, I'll Actually, find it out. <laughs> I know. Hey guys. Hey guys. Um, I never. I just realized this, but if you and Knopf hang out and you'd be like a TV duo, Jack and Knopf. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck I just got it uh, Noff always says he's like My parents I'm glad that they didn't name me Jack <laughs> Jack Noff Jack so- and Noff Jack and Noff Oh my god so funny Jack, and Noff. Jack Nelson Noff <laughs> yeah, There was an it. SNL skit once That I'm surprised they got away with it It was this mattress commercial uh, They were called Sofa King Oh yeah, I remember. I think I it's saw that. It's so one. fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, how did they get away? Or like the shipping my pants? I just shipped my pants. I know right. that was a good one. Those are good ones. That was a really good one. I wonder if it brought them business. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Small Filmmakers Talk podcast. Uh, obviously, come to the show, and yeah, if you to. missed it, watch it on YouTube. I, obviously, uh, freaking catch it. Yeah, catch it online. The show starts in five minutes, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> also, go to the New Year's Eve bash. Yes. 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 Um, and also come to our season finale. Yes. We, do, we don't even know all of these things. Follow us on Instagram at uh, Late Night Boomin and uh, the Facebook page to you know see when stuff is up and see times and and all that jazz. Check out my OnlyFans. My uh, breast pics are half off this week. Um. <laughs> well, you didn't tell me. What? What? <laughs> I mean, you told me you'd tell me when you're yeah, doing it. Yeah, Black kind of... Friday. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I forgot. <laughs> All what right. a better Christmas gift to get for your loved ones. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, I drew them little cousins this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's rotten. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you later. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join us next episode to hear more film-related stories and topical discussion about current events in the world of entertainment. Don't forget to subscribe on your streaming platform of choice. We'll see you later.